0: can't take it anymore
1: oh i do the live ones too yes i know i saw your act in the theater you're really quite good quite a certain harmful habit
0: hello and welcome back we are breaking up with our bs this is episode number 108 and i am jdk winnegan
1: and I am Tony Santabria, I just want to take a moment to thank you all for listening to us. There's a lots of there's a lot of different podcasts out there that you could be listening to, so thank you for listening while we dissect and get curious about yet another BS story that keeps us stuck and limited. So today's BS story is all about trust. We've all heard this one, we've all said this one maybe, but it's the BS story that says, I have trust issues. But before we get to that, if you are finding any bit of our podcast helpful for you, please subscribe and you don't wanna miss out on any more content that is gonna be able to allow you to be more aware, present, and just generally um, experiencing more joy and ease in your life. So with that, hello, JD. And what comes up for you about our topic today?
0: (laughs) Uh, I was excited about this one when we mentioned it at the end of our last episode. Uh, Yes. I'm one of those people who has said that before. Um, I think actually both in a joking sense and in a serious sense. And of course, joking usually implies something underneath that, right? Normally. Uh, But also I sense that um, this one could raise some eyebrows for some people. Oh, Wait, this is a BS story because I actually may have trouble, feel like I really believe I have trouble trusting people or that I have trust issues. Um, And so, what I would say, if you're one of those people whose eyebrows has popped up, is um, if you've listened to the show before, you kind of know what happens here. We start taking apart words and phrases and assumptions that some of that may happen here. But uh, I think you might find this interesting because I do think there, I agree with you, Tawny, this is more often than not a bs story a very powerful one and a subtle one that can do i think a lot of hindrance to ourselves
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it it does it does so that's not to this bs story doesn't discount childhood experiences where maybe there was trust and distrust and a lot of confusion around that and and maybe we just didn't get to develop into experiencing trust in a lot of different ways as children. So that that really does happen. And um, then we bring it into adulthood and we believe that that's the only way. So there is that piece. And then the other piece, of course, like you said, um, sort of looking at the language and what we say to ourselves and and the issues, the, the word of issues, like is, is very broad mm-hmm. and not very clear. And if we're gonna have trust issues, then our brain is going to believe that that includes ourselves. Like trusting ourselves won't be accessible. So it falls under the BS story in that it keeps us limited and stuck if we're going to buy into this idea that, you know, we just have trust issues. The other piece of this is also that if we're going to buy into that story, then we also have to buy into the story of I have control issues. Mm. So then you've got, you know, more on board here, which then makes it a little bit more challenging. uh, Because if we can't trust, then what we're really trying to do is control everything. And we already know that we can't do that. So it brings up a lot of different uh, blocks in our own development. Not only that, uh, it makes it difficult to even connect. Mm -hmm. We need to be able to connect if we're going to develop into healthy individuals through the lifespan. And we also need to tune in. We need to tune into ourselves. We need to be able to tune into other people. So if this overarching story of I have trust issues comes up for you, or you're resonating with this already, this is something to definitely take seriously and and find some ways to work through.
0: Absolutely. Because as I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm thinking, okay, if this is You can't trust yourself around this story, or at least that's what it suggests, right? And it's all, you know, you're trying to control things that you can't control. Wow, what that does in the body. It ratchets up the tension in the body, right? Makes the heart race, makes the blood pound, makes the, you know, brings aches and pains and stress. And then all the coping mechanisms that we can deal with that, that that can come with that where we're not eating the right, the best things for us. We're maybe not getting enough sleep. We're, you know, having too much caffeine, you know, th- these kinds of things. And all of a sudden our whole bodily physical equilibrium is out of whack along with our emotional and mental. And so, yeah, I mean, that's just a way of kind of coming back around to saying what what you just mentioned here a minute ago. If you're finding yourself resonating with this right away, this is really important to pay attention to. So, Um, so let's start taking this apart, Tony, like what's, uh, what are some threads that we need to really focus on, on this one?
1: Well, you know, certainly if we've got to be able to understand that if we're not going to be able to trust ourselves, even if we just look at ourselves, right? If we, if we can't trust other people, we typically can't trust ourselves either. Even though we think we can, Mm. we think, oh, I'm the only one who can handle this out here because I can't trust anybody else right? But we're limiting our capacity by doing that. And most often, what we're ending up doing is trying to people please, we're trying to mind read, we're still trying to control our lives in ways that that don't allow us to show up fully ourselves. We don't even know ourselves because part of knowing ourselves is being able to connect and tune in to our experiences and other people and to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So not being able, you know, just like blanket, I have trust issues, And believing that is just creates limitation all over the place, Um, and then an inability to be honest with ourselves in communication and our behaviors around other people, because we're always trying to, you know, get to the outcome or 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 make sure that we're okay in this sort of agreement or negotiation or communication. Um, so we don't want to say the wrong thing. And we don't want to say, you know, we, we don't want to make anybody upset because then that'll throw us off. And then, you know, so so it's really limiting to be able to just kind of be here in the moment and and show up. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I have trust issues even in a joking way, like we, we say this, yeah. like you were talking about earlier, JDR trust issues. And and certainly um, we've all experienced um, distrust in one way or another, if we've been on the planet for a long time. So certainly um, there's some truth But when we make it so broad and we generalize that this problem sits inside of us and it's just the way that it is, and we don't have any means to deal with it, um, that feels really lonely and disconnecting.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And we can convince ourselves it's a permanent state, right? It, It reminds me of the episode we did a while back that was around the story of I am broken, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a permanent state, right? Like <laughs> if you're broken broken, right? At least that's the that's the implication rather than, than something can be rebuilt. That's usually not what we mean. Uh, yeah, it's a powerful one. I've I wonder too. I mean, I the people-pleasing part certainly resonates um in my own case, right? I can I can pivot that way or I have certainly in the past with distrust and things like that. I've also seemingly seen people who've said similar things go the opposite direction and lash out and in like an effort to control kind of coming over the top with a lot of aggression and a lot of uh pushing away right which of course is a form of control and trying to you know not only control oneself but control a situation um mm-hmm. and and so i mean it's it's i think you can manifest that way as well like not even a desire to people please just get away from me, right? Or I'm gonna disconnect by force.
1: Absolutely, well, we're trying to control the outcome. Yeah. That's the problem with, I have trust issues. Again, usually means there's (laughs) something hidden in there or not (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I have control issues also. Yeah. Right, because we're all trying to get to this, what we perceive to be a comfortable state. Mm -hmm. So if we can't trust, And we're going to try to control in particular ways. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. And certainly with aggression is one way to control. People-pleasing is another. Um, You know, all all kinds of of different sorts of ways in which we try to um, influence and create an outcome that we prefer. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and in addition to that, I think sometimes using the term I have trust issues is almost in some ways kind of is a, is a numbing or an avoiding of really what is trying to be expressed perhaps underneath that. Cause that's a lot different to say I have trust issues than it would be to really say from a grounded space, a vulnerable space. I have, I have been hurt before and I've had trust betrayed before and it brings up a lot of things for me and it challenges me. And that by itself is, I mean, even me just saying it right now, it feels different in my body to, to say that. And because that's an admission of something that brings some discomfort. And if, you're ha- if it's happening in the midst of a conversation, like a relational conversation, where this is an important topic, you're, you're, digging, you're getting into some areas that are going to be challenging, right, emotionally and challenging relationally things like that. Mm -hmm. So I I wonder sometimes if we just like so many of these stories are almost like a shorthand to kind of throw out that we're feeling we have vulnerabilities and pains and experiences, but let's not get too vulnerable with that (laughs) in the moment because we're afraid of the feeling or we're trying to control the outcome in that conversation or just in general. So I don't Mm -hmm. know what that adds in.
1: Well, absolutely. Right. I mean, all of these stories are keeping us from being vulnerable. Right, that's that's why there be a stories,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Because we are limiting ourselves and self sabotaging in ways that we don't even really understand. Um, and and as we, you know, if we're open to looking at them a little bit more clearly, then we can, you know, release some of the pressure valve, <laughs> and and start to be a little bit more real. Um, start to be a little bit more. Um, able to express what we're really feeling because that's the other part. Oftentimes we don't, if we're used to avoiding or sort of um, controlling outcomes in ways that aren't actually real, I mean, they're happening because we're controlling them, but, but, you know, based off of reality, um, we, we just, we, we're not, we're not accessing our full self.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're, you um, Engaged in our conditioned responses of trying to protect ourselves,
2: yeah.
1: which which leads to you know dishonesty and and disconnection. And then we wonder why in the heck is all of this happening to us? Well, we're participating right along with it. Mm-hmm. And we don't even really understand that we're we're actually doing this. So certainly we all could probably do well or better with some more real conversation with each other.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. As well as, you know, that again that willingness we've talked about in so many other topics that are related to this one. The willingness to dig into the idea that even if some of this is rooted in childhood and is conditioned and things like that, that we can take steps if we choose to to get under those stories and get closer, get to that point of trusting ourselves. More in this case, right? And being honest with that, but that's if if one has been wounded or feels wounded or feels hurt or has bele- this belief system that they have trust issues. And all it has to feel at least initially until you can get under that story that you're you're violating your own tenant if you do that, right? <laughs> like you're you're just you're just circling back to the same thing, and that's a scary thing to do, uh, because in the end trusting someone or you know trusting at something external there's always the possibility that that trust isn't going to last there's always the possibility of trust being broken it seems to me right so trusting ourselves would seem to me to be absolutely <laughs> vital to navigating any of the possibilities that could come out of a, a situation that is involving trust whether that trust is violated or not Because if you don't trust yourself, how can you really have faith in the thing that you're trusting? Can you really be trusting? it? That's what I hear you saying. You can't trust those things if you don't trust yourself, really.
1: Right, and then this brings up the many conversations I've had with folks over the years about what's trust anyway. Mm. Right, as we're talking about trust. Uh, It's definitely more than how it gets sort of talked about as, as, you know, not lying or something like this. Yeah. It's definitely more than that, right? This sense of like, I can be independent, you know, trusting oneself is like this sense of like, I can be independent. I can rely on myself and I can be interdependent. I can work with. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm trusting everything external to me, or I'm trusting that. My trust won't be violated. Like mm. that's that's a whole nother thing, you know, a violation of my trust. Right. Uh, th- that's that's a broad sort of, of of term too, and probably warrants more of a of a m- more description. More of a what what is that? even look like in this particular case, mm-hmm. because if I'm, if I'm, you know, we talk about trust is like giving trust. If I'm giving trust to somebody that doesn't necessarily mean that they've agreed to be trustworthy.
0: <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so, so then it's sort of like, okay, am I trying to trust? Am I trying to put the burden of the trust on the external or the other person instead of myself? Ooh. Right? Like those are sort of things to dig into hmm. to to help develop this for oneself. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it quite that way.
0: But I there's something in that that resonates with me about putting the burden on somebody else. And is someone trustworthy? That's a big one, because I've I mean, I've I've done this myself shared things with people that really in retrospect (laughs) were not trustworthy you know just weren't and so yes should they you know i wish they would have been more trustworthy i suppose but what was it about me that i felt the need to put that there you know put that out there and then put them in a position to be the ones who had to decide right whether it was you know whether the trust was held or not that's an interesting point that's a subtle one I bet that's one that a lot of people miss.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Be, the, the part of, we like um, interesting things and we like to share. We like to be the, the person who has the information. We know these people, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of us that fit into this some more than others, right? Like to be the one with the the, the first piece of information and then there's something about, we'll use that to get in connection with somebody else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So you tell somebody, you, you think you're telling somebody something in confidence. And so then you bring in the word trust and then they tell somebody and then they are no longer trustworthy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Like this is what we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. But that that drive for connection sometimes is wrapped up in depending on our childhood sorts of coping mechanisms is wrapped up in, you know, having that stimulating or interesting piece of info, hey, guess what I heard? Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, uh, you know, thinking about, okay, what's the relationship, if, if, if we're going to want other people to be trustworthy, you know, I should be able to tell people things, and they should be able to keep my confidence, right? The, The first part of that is really what kind of relationship do I have with this person? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and not, not necessarily, is it a trustworthy relationship? Cause we make mistakes. It's complicated and things are complicated. Right. So not asking ourselves the question, is this a trustworthy relationship, but like, how long have I known this person? Mm -hmm. What do they do with really cool info? Mm -hmm. Right. Or, or, interesting information that other people don't have like what do they tend to do with that Mm -hmm. but you know how how well do we know this person have we been through the trenches with them do we know what happens when they are stressed like if we want to put our trust into somebody like we talk about we probably want to really feel like we've got a good sense about them because we've had a lot of experiences with them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But what we tend to do other, what what we tend to do is we like this person, they're a super cool and nice person. And then here we are talking about this thing and then blam, I didn't really know much about that person, but then all of a sudden, my friend Mary over here knows my business, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then, and then we're talking about like, they're not a trustworthy person, but did we even really trust ourselves in the first place to even know this person very well? You see, we're like, where I'm going is yeah. this is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I'm I'm nodding along with this cuz it it yeah, that sounds very much like the course a lot of people take cuz what you're talking about is actually a form of observance which requires not just an observance of the person, right? How do they handle these things? But an observance of ourselves. In what am I what am I looking for? How am I wanting this to be? What kind of relationship am I in with this person? How what do I want this to look like? Do I, you know, well, so often, it kind of, kind of brings me back to what you said earlier about this desire for connection. We can just rush in with some of this, right? We want to connect. And so here's this piece of information or this this uh, this overshare, something about ourselves in retrospect, you know, where we share something very, very personal about ourselves because there's this drive to connect. Man, I did that a lot as a teenager. I'm kind of shaking my head, right? Just this desire to connect with people. I would share so much, about things, of my stuff, of my time, of the things that I cared about, whatever my feelings were. And it would just usually end up being a bit of a mess. <laughs> because for me, at that time, there was just no way to get enough of those things. I was operating from a real deficit, right? In in that, At that time, in my own mind and in my own stories. So yeah, wow. So in order to have that observational power again kind of comes back to what do we trust about ourselves and how do we listen to ourselves as we talked about a couple episodes ago how do we listen mm-hmm. to ourselves what do we need what are we looking for what do we want to have in this trust-based moment or where trust fits in a relationship or with ourselves
1: absolutely and and even the sense of you know you mentioned observational, but even I would say experiential, mm. not just observing because we are a part of the situation. So we're experiencing just as we are observing like right. that connection, you know, we're, we're, we're wanting that connection and, and trust in and connection and tuning in are all very much wrapped up in really important developmental uh, pieces of of growth in our lives they 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 spill over into each other and they influence each other and they mm-hmm. they um positively and negatively in terms of capacity for sure so if you know it's hard to specifically only talk about each without talking about the other yeah because they're all intertwined and we're experiencing trust as we're experiencing connection not not all the time but elements of trust or distrust as we're tuning into ourselves and others also mm-hmm. so so there's a lot going on and certainly as a teenager holy smokes like their developmental phase is just like, you, talk, is just about like, they are, you know, as a teenager, we know this, we are just the world's all about us. Yeah. So whatever we want to give, we, we should be able to give freely, right. And right. and whatever we want from, we should be able to get like, there's no sort of sense of like, <laughs> how does this really work? Um, <laughs> But, but it's great, because what we're doing is all of those experiences as children and teenager is informing us right. of who we are as adults, even though that's not the whole story, we don't have to continue those stories into adulthood. We have a lot more ability and resources in terms of um, cognitive capacity and just ability to experience our lives in different ways. Um, so we don't we don't have to keep those as forms of like this is who I am as a person correct
0: correct, yeah, not not, and not every single thing that happened in the past that may have you know. Contributed to this notion of having trust issues necessarily means that things have to continue that way. It does not put a stamp on all future things, right? Those searing examples, those experiences we can have, whether we are as kids or as teens or as adults, they can feel in the moment like they're going to change everything for good, right? (laughs) And that it's going to be this big determiner of everything that happens after that. And it doesn't have to be that way. That's where that choice comes in. To me, that's been a really vital component of all of this, whether we're talking about trust or anything else, is coming back to, wait a minute, these things are important in terms of what they've taught me, the experience, what they've informed me of. What decisions do I make from a grounded place now? What does it tell me about where I want to be, how I want to be, what I want to do, what kind of relationships I want to have, what kind of dances, quote unquote, I'm willing to have in my relationships? That gets to be determined now. Regardless of whether we've had trust, quote unquote, violated or whatever the case may be, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the danger of the stories. Just right. like any other story that we talk about each week, the danger of that is we bring the past into the present, and that informs us about who we are right now. And anytime we're basing ourselves right now off of past experiences and stories, we're we're missing the mark, and yeah. we're limiting ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and honestly if it and if it's and if it ends up being a story that which so many are about avoiding discomfort or trying to stave off future pain or things like that, that is just a recipe for staying frozen and really deteriorating because if we stay frozen, we just kind of slip and slide eventually, right? Things just erode emotionally. We don't really stay there. You know, you don't freeze and move up. <laughs> you know, you freeze and slide down eventually
1: yeah and it yeah and if you're not freezing you're on fire creating drama and chaos all over the place correct correct mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah powerful story wow yeah i feel like we only got under just the couple edges of that in this. this this might be one to keep coming back to at some point what do you think
1: yeah maybe yeah wow. absolutely
0: anything else you want to say on that because we're running out of time believe it or not any final thing we are i'm,
1: I'm checking the time out here and i i don't want to get myself you know going and and then you know who knows what what comes out of my mouth. So um <laughs> <laughs> Well, then we'll just this save it good, for next no, time. This yeah. This is
0: good. Absolutely. This is a great start. And so um all the more reason to keep tuning in and thank you for tuning into this episode of breaking up with rbs and remember if you missed any of this episode or any other episodes you can get this as a podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing. For reviewing and for sharing with your friends, family, and your social networks, anybody who you think might benefit from this. And we personally think that we can all benefit from this. We'll be back next week to debunk another story. And next week's story is another doozy. That's too hard. Man, it's a
1: <laughs> daily. Don't you hear that daily? Daily. That's too hard. Daily. Yeah. So just That'll seven more.
0: Yep. So seven more days, and you can hear that one. Or if you're catching this, a day before, it's tomorrow. Whatever the case may be, we'll see you next time. Until then, I'm JDK Winnegan.
1: And I'm Tony Santabria.
0: Take care, everybody. I'm
1: in my groove. Here we go.
2: Break a breath.